everybody. Welcome to the Matt and Alex show. This is episode 12. A dozen. Wow. Uh, I'm Matt. A dozen. I'm here with my good friend, Alex. How are you, Alex? I'm good, Matt. How are you? I'm doing okay. I Man, was well, you know what's so. Oh, so. thank you very much. Man, I, I've been mulching too. Matt and I, we... <laughs> This is, this is where this is, there's so many like things in our That's lives good. where we don't, we don't even have to talk to each other, but we're yet, we're doing the same things in That's, life. Right. It's true. I mean, besides fishing, but, but like, wow. I, uh, but like, he's like, I was mulching. I'm like, That's all I've been doing. Yeah. I got, I said, uh, I got some like huge thing. I'm like, Well, it's spring. Right. Everyone else, actually, probably <laughs> everyone else that's listening to us right now is like, Hey, more. I've already been, I'm I'm too. Or, or they're like, dude, we mulched like three weeks ago. <laughs> get, get with it. Why are you so far behind? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? You shouldn't mulch in July? Like what? I, or it's like that men in their forties and it's May. What are you doing? Uh, mulching. Right. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for, waiting for a race. I'm going to mulch. <laughs> going to mulch. I went, you know, anyway. Oh yeah. My oh, we also got, um, one of the things that's really cool about a hobby that my mother-in-law has she uh she's retired school teacher for like she was nice. a school teacher for i don't know 40 something years crazy awesome. now she's actually just was recently elected as the uh president of her school board like whatever anyway she's awesome yeah and she loves to garden and she has her own little greenhouse out in the country she lives out like yeah an hour east of here and so what that means is that she starts growing plants from seeds in like January and her, she's got like this whole grow setup, and I'm always yeah. give her a hard time. You know, I'm like, Hey mom, what are you, what are you actually you growing? You know? Yeah. My, so dad anyway, had, my dad has, yeah, that's, I don't know. All the lights and, and everything. I'm right? always like, yeah. And I'm right. like, dad, what are you growing in here? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? like in their bathtub? I'm like, you never <laughs> want to take a bath. Like, no, awesome. no, they're like, no, no. We just we don't it's take for a the bath plants. until the plants get. Yeah, right. No, it's like, no, we got a shower. We use that. I'm like, okay. It's well, winter any... time. We don't need to bathe. Yeah, right. So then we, <laughs> so what that means also besides mulching is that we, she brings over this truckload of plants that are, it's like, okay. Do you have you a garden? Go. Do you have a garden? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've had for a number of years, like uh, a couple of raised raised bed garden. We have yeah. one raised bed. We and this year we just decided cucumbers and zucchini. And I have my pepper oh. plants. So I do my jalapeno peppers. So we're like What uh, were you doing before that you just now were like, nope, you know what? Forget everything uh, else. Green beans, peas. Oh, uh okay. we had some okay. kale. Oh, okay. And so like and then it was just like, oh, that's just So we used to back in the day when well, like 10, well, 10 or so years ago. Uh, we had a full garden, corn, everything, but I had a place oh. for it where we lived. So yeah, but, yeah, we do. Um, we have a lot of herbs. Oh yeah, um, yeah. like nice. lots of even just in our landscape, we have a lot of we have a lot yeah. of flower beds. Like my wife Love loves plants, so we we just oh. have a lot of plants all over the yard, all over the place. Green everywhere. thumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mostly, I mean, I'm the like, yep. I'm just sort of the, I'm just the. I don't even know. I'm just a goon who like digs holes. Yeah. Wherever she like tells mulch. me. To, 
to do stuff. Yeah. Off and then the she, pull those weeds. Right. She kind of yeah. has the plan of like, no, 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 no. This plan's going to go here. This going to go here. And then I'm like, okay, well just tell me which one's not to weed whack when I'm yeah. trimming. Like I don't, I, yeah. Cause I don't want to get, I got, I got blueberries for Christopher. Oh Day. yeah. So like we have the two different, like, so they pollinate, you know, each nice. other, whatever. Yeah. So hopefully, we had, hopefully got we had a blueberry down. bush and then some rabbits ate it. Oh, we have, we, um, I've got a grapevine that oh, produces cool. some really good grapes actually. So it's already producing grapes. That's yeah. Cool. That it has for the last, maybe two now, maybe two seasons now or three at most. Yeah. But, well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, we had, a uh, uh, like, uh, what was one house we had rhubarb and like it takes time for that to develop but then when it developed it was like awesome because we'd make strawberry rhubarb yeah. pie and oh Ooh. so good it's like my oh, raspberry man. patch i got in the back Ooh, it took me a yeah. couple of years and now it's like it's a legit raspberry patch yeah we have a cherry tree and it's oh, awesome nice. like we have a pear tree every other year we get like a yep. good like good good round of cherries and yeah uh, and they're they're pretty good so Anyway, so yeah, yeah gardening's fun. We like when you look at look at us. We're just a just a we're just part of the just you know just trying, trying to, to live off the earth, live off know? the land. Yeah, yeah, live off the land. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, we are glad that you're watching. Uh, please always reach out to us. Talk <laughs> to us. Watching, we love. By the way, oh whatever. Watching. I'm sorry. Listening, <laughs> listening. Whatever you're doing. We should watching, should we should we ever watching us listen a video? Should we ever? Do, I don't know. I feel like then I'd have to like wear clothes yeah. and stuff yeah it's sort of awkward filming this with you anyway whatever it is. but like uh this is a show where we we talk about life no we oh it's a show where matt and i we love to jump on here um we both are pastors and so we have a passion for theology and uh and the church but we we also love rock and roll and mm -hmm. we love what's going on in the world today um so we like to have conversations with you and uh so please let us know uh if there's anything going on so uh we're glad that you're out there and we're glad that you listen but something that as matt and i are products of the 90s mm. uh, i would say <laughs> that we are I like that. uh i i we saw uh that yesterday was the five-year anniversary of one of the iconic voices of this uh of our of that generation which was chris cornell had passed away five years ago I know, so, isn't it's crazy to think about. It doesn't seem that it's been that long, you know. Mm -mm. I think his last show was in it was Detroit. Well, no, it was Detroit. It Detroit. was Indianapolis and then Detroit, right? Yep. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yep. and I was like, I should go, and I didn't, and that I know was disappointing. So, Same. but Chris Cornell, I think, is that voice for me, Matt. As as we remember this five years ago, I remember hearing Black Hole Sun. Okay black hole sun and thinking what is this like what is right. this and that was even like you know the, the freakiness of the video at the time but i'm like just that open like the sound this whatever this riff is or right. this effect on the guitar but right. then right there there's no voice like this no. right like and i think like eddie vetter would say that and i think michael sype would say that yep and, you know yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, we're listening oh, to this right now, and I'm, like, I have goosebumps. Yeah, just such an amazing voice, and of course, um, it's tragic, it and it's tragic just an absolutely and... tragic loss, and, yeah, 
I but mean, can't believe it's been five years. And five so, years. But yeah. the thing is, is that, you know, he started it with Soundgarden, right? Uh-huh. Or, and, you know, yep. part of that whole 90s Seattle grunge scene. And he was good friends with Eddie Vedder, I believe. And, yep. like, and yep. of course, then he did the side project, Temple of the Dog, right? Yep. Yep. And this is one of the most classic songs, I think. Yep. If you've never listened to Hunger Strike, if you're a young kid out there, like this song, because wasn't this for something yep. specific, Matt? Do you, am I putting you on the spot here? Because wasn't uh, it for a benefit? Wasn't it for a benefit that they... That they did this album? Uh, or they I, maybe it's where I had a live oh, what copy. Was the, uh, I had a live... School, was it a school benefit? What's the name of that school? Yes, like Neil yes, Young? Bridge, Bridgestone, Bridge... Something like that, right? Yeah, help us out, everybody. Put it... Help us there. But yeah, it was the Bridge School benefit. <clears throat> wasn't yep. it just the Bridge School benefit out there? Um, it was maybe. Maybe. I remember Pete yeah. Townsend. And... He might have been a part of it, but it was Neil Young's. Yeah, it was wasn't Neil it his right? wife's thing? Like yeah, that was. she was super passionate about. Yeah. So, but yeah. there's a live recording, and I remember getting that off of the good old uh, Napster, finding that stuff. Oh but, my gosh! But then, but there's probably some things before this, and I'm just going through my timeline because you're jumping around over there. But then I remember Audio Slave coming out. Oh yeah. Which was the which was super later. group. Which was later. Yeah. Which is later. But um, he did the solo stuff, which is just beautiful. But you had this audio slave that was the Tom Morello, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, who was was the uh, guitar player for Rage Against the Machine. Machine. Who's currently a guitar player for Bruce Greenstein in the East Street Bang. Oh, yeah. I think he he sits in with them every once in a while. Yep. So, but but it's amazing how one, one voice can sort of carry a lot of weight of memories well and, uh, and you know what i think is um, and it's still and it's still there to discover you yeah. know what i think what doesn't what often gets overlooked when you talk about chris cornell um he has a couple solo albums that i think are just so good like yeah. i mean just I mean, I don't know. He came out with Euphoria Morning, and I remember that album distinctly. And I remember this song. Um, this song is called Disappearing One. And you just hear his, I mean, his voice is just so incredible. What have you done? My spark, my and you ha- it's just like, wow. You know, I mean, there's just song yeah. after song on this album that is just, I think, so good. And you don't really ever hear anybody talk about these albums, these solo no, I, projects that he did. Really? I would say it. I'd have to, uh, I need to explore this. I think if you haven't spent a lot of time with them, I think you will find them to be, I think you'll really, really like them. Well, the thing is, is that it, I mean, I know every voice is unique into itself, but this is just a voice that, like, if you, like, if I went, if I saw that there was a Soundgarden cover band, I'd be like, no, no, there isn't. Yeah, right? no way. I mean, and and not to like offend other like '90s bands, but like, but this would Soundgarden would be like a pretty, it's a pretty bold move to be like, I'm gonna yeah. cover a. a Chris Cornell's, you know, yeah, because <laughs> yep. that's that's a voice that can can hardly be matched, you know. Yeah, I one hundred percent, I would agree. 
So, I mean, any time such I, a loss. Yeah. Five years such ago. Loss. Yesterday. That's crazy. Five years ago. So, um, Hey, you yeah, know what? If man. you're out there and you're listening and you, you're struggling, um, find somebody, find somebody yeah. to talk to. I mean, Don't if that's me, if that's Alex, if that's someone that you know, that you trust, that you, um, know that people care about you, know that people love you and, yep. And you don't have to do this alone. So don't be, a, yeah. Don't find yourself alone. You're not alone. Yep. Nope. So, um, yeah. So, so um, yeah. So, so yeah. I think it's just nice to just to remember and also to. Have you had, Alex? Have you had many experiences up to this point where you have had artists that have passed, and you? I'm, or celebrities, I guess. I don't know. Celebrities, yeah. I guess we'll say it that way. That you have really like, like really felt. You know uh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Ooh. Elliot Elliot Smith. Elliot okay. Smith was someone who I started listening to in high school. Of course, he's another Seattle guy. Um, right. A folk guy. Of course, is famous for his uh, soundtrack stuff for Goodwill Hunting. Um, but his albums just were were beautiful. And I listened, he was a soundtrack probably of late high school, probably my senior year of high school through, uh, through, through, I mean, man, I mean, through college, I was lucky enough right. to go see him in Chicago. Uh, he died, in, I believe, 2003, somewhere okay. around there. And that just rocked me to the point where I couldn't listen to his stuff for almost years. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that, that, that shook me. That was one that like, I was just, you know, of course that was a long time ago, but yeah. um, uh, yeah. So that, that, that has, yeah. How about you? Is there been, you know, I mean, not, I mean, uh, definitely Chris Cornell. Mm -hmm. um, I think for both of us, I'm sure um, in a way that was really like just surreal, I guess. Mm hmm uh, Johnny Cash would probably be another one. Yeah. That, I'm... that I think was kind of like, wow. Now, you know, in a different, different, those are two different things. Uh, definitely. Um, George, George Harrison. Now that you say that. I remember oh, okay. George Harrison was my favorite Beatle. Yeah. I mean, right, same with Johnny Cash. It was expected in some ways, you know, just right. Like, just having failing health. Yeah. Even though they weren't. Yeah. I mean, so I would say definitely the, like, um, you know, definitely the Chris Cornell one kind of hit Unexpected. a little bit. Hit a, hit a little bit different. Yeah. Kind of. Um, well, and that's the, and that brings that up way. like, even like, as we're talking about this, you know, like grief is such a, uh, uh, we didn't, I did not hang out with Elliot Smith ever or, nor Johnny Cash, nor George Harrison or Chris Cornell. Right. But yet, it's interesting. The effect that they yeah. have, it's interesting. It's just a good reminder of like grief is, is something that is is present you know and, yep. and, and even i mean and then most recently with uh taylor hawkins passing away yeah you know? like yep. that one sort of shook me a little bit just because you know i mean i just finished the david Grohl book and yeah you know just you felt that like that one kind of hit me in a in a weird way from honestly more from the like dave Grohl perspective like i yeah. felt for dave i felt i don't so know him. him i don't I don't know any of these guys at all, but there was like this, yeah. yeah. you know, I think part of what we do as pastors, I think um, we sort of 
I mean, I, I hope in some regard, I think both of us do, but other pastors as well, we have this sort of, I would say, I would call it actually a blessing and a curse of empathy. Yeah. And so like, I, I felt that pain and that loss for Dave Grohl. <laughs> like, even though I don't, I don't know him, like I didn't know Taylor. I don't, but like, I was feeling the sense of like, oh my gosh, this must feel horrible for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in this weird way? Yeah, that's, I was the same way. And I don't think, and I think that empathy is one of the gifts. I mean, it's something that's needed in, in pastoring. Oh, you know? absolutely. So, I agree. Yeah. So, I agree. Like, I mean, there's a time when it's, I would <laughs> say, like I said, blessing and a curse, I think in some ways, but like. Yes, it is. Absolutely. So, um, you know, one of the well, other hey, things that's happening something. now. No, no, no. Well, you go, you go. Well, I got, wait, wait, I got a transition now that we've talked about the fun thing of death I, I here i just saw this meme you ready for it this is a trend it's a terrible transition i know i'm bad at wait are we wait are we transitioning to our theology section no we're transitioning to what else what else is new but i just want to transition oh, okay. away so this oh, is a okay. meme okay. all right you ready yeah, yeah yeah a shark could swim faster than me but i could probably run faster than a shark so in a triathlon it would all come down to who is better, who is the better cyclist. All right. So, so then what's uh, so new? one of the, the other focus... things that I was work that I we did this what's new. I went <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm dumb, but no, uh, oh there there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the okay. tra- no, it's the segue into my uh Lake Michigan charter trip. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah, so you Good know, okay, you. October is pastor appreciation month right sure so uh fyi i'll let your people know so please i uh, uh so i got a, uh, <laughs> so my congregation uh generously gifted me um a charter fishing trip on that's Lake amazing Michigan. yeah yeah oh it was awesome and we went last week it happened last week oh yeah yeah and uh me and four other guys we went up there for uh, a couple of days. And we went out for one day uh, on this boat with this captain and his first mate uh, bending limits, which I recommend, by the way, if you're looking for a charter on Lake Michigan, I can get you the deets on that. Captain TJ, first mate, uh, Matt were really, really great. Anyways, we got out there and I mean, it just was, I don't know. God was just smiling down on us. It was like, he knew it was a pastor appreciation gift because the weather was amazing. The conditions on Lake Michigan were awesome. And um, we, I would say the first three hours, no, no, no. First two hours, we caught three fish. Ooh. So, eh, you know, it's okay. like, okay, oh, it's okay. Not good. Eh, 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 not great. Mm-hmm. And then because our captain was so good, Captain TJ was like, you know what? We were fishing in about 25 feet of water. He was like, I think, I think maybe they moved out a little bit. Let's go out. And so then we started fishing in 120 to 180 feet of water. And then it was just on. I mean, it was like bang, 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 bang. We ended up limiting out, which means each of us, each five of us reached our limit of five fish of either salmon or trout. And you have to mix the species. Uh, And we ended up catching like four king salmon uh, one giant lake trout that was 23 pounds, uh, one steelhead and like a bunch of coho salmon. And 
we ended up going home with a bunch of really delicious fillets and I've already had That's awesome. salmon uh, for Congrats. dinner the other night. It was so fun. We just, do you, do you clean the fish time. before you bring it back? They do for us. They do. Wow. Of, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh they do goodness. everything. So we're That's literally great. cruising around on this boat, hanging out and then, and they got all the lines in the water and then they're like, Oh, that one, that one, that one. And then we just were like, bang, 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 get them. And we're reeling them in and giant fit. I mean, and then we get back. And they clean them all, throw them in Ziploc bags for us. And then it's like, we're eating fish for, for days. So delicious. That sounds delicious. It was a lot of fun. And then, uh, that was on the two, that was on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, uh, I took everybody on a, on a Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, brewery tour. And, uh, we had, we had a lot of fun there and some, you know, really, really great breweries. Yep. Some really, really great beer city, beer city, USA. I didn't know that. Yeah. So is that where Bells is located? Uh, Kalamazoo is where Bells That's is. That's Kalamazoo. Yeah. 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 Founders yeah. is in Grand Rapids. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Brewery go. Vivant is in Well, that's Grand awesome. Rapids. Yeah. It was good. Well, I'll tell you, good. last week for me was, uh, I think it was the last couple of weeks. We, we are, we have planned out, my wife and I, we love the concerts. And so we've planned out our like summer concert series. There's a like, nice, nice live nation deal. Yep. So we sort of capitalized on that, but then Wilco was coming to town. So we're taking our two older kids to see Wilco. So perfect. Sort of, I think we're tapped out a little bit. I think we're like, okay, here we go. So yeah. We won't what's the one any- that you, what are, what's the one that you're most looking forward to? Well, it's always going to have to be Wilco. Well, sorry. Besides. You know? sorry, okay. Okay, like, okay. Besides Wilco. So outside of that. Hmm. Thinking, think. I want you to think about venue as well Ooh. as the band. So, like Ooh. the whole experience. Which one are you really excited about? Wilco. No, besides Wilco. <laughs> you know, actually, we're gonna we're gonna go see at White River, Andrew Bird and Iron and Wine. Oh, okay, yeah. So I think that'll be good. We listened to them a long, long yeah. time ago, and Iron and Wine we saw actually in a small little venue like yeah. super small so it'll be interesting to see them again um but yeah i think that'll be that'll be unique so yeah that'll be really uh, good speaking of small good. venues i saw um I, I saw a show at the hi-fi yes. a week ago oh, was it the hi-fi last week nice. oh so good yeah. so good uh yeah. the ghost of paul revere guys if you haven't checked these guys out the ghost of paul revere you need to check out this band now fyi they're breaking up which is was also weirdly like the show it was weird so we i had heard they were breaking up so then it was like oh my gosh have to go to the show at the hi-fi this is the last time that they're ever going to play indie like ever again as the ghost of paul revere and great show i mean that's a great venue uh it was it was weirdly emotional like knowing I think they felt it too, to be honest. Like, I don't know. No one knows why. Like they're, they're breaking up. Um, but I don't know. It was, it was a really great show. And is anybody dating Yoko? Yeah. In the band? Not, not that have I'm you ever been to, have you, it. have you ever been to the final, final concert? Of no, I, I don't think not that I'm aware of. I went, there was an Indiana band called Rodeo Ruby Love, and it was the old hi-fi, but before okay. the renovation. 
yeah and saw and saw them play and and it was emotional like it was so right. fun because anybody who was there loved them right right like you the only reason you were there i mean so it was packed out it was a july night it was just sweaty mess right and like and you were you were on everybody so like the crowd was singing every song almost as loud as they were singing right right so the bands and the bands bringing up former members and da, 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 oh da, da, wow uh, so like it was just it was bonkers so they were a band out of marion indiana so anyway good 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 kids yeah i mean they're it's... not kids anymore I mean, I, uh, I always love it. It's so rock star. Cause that he, the band broke up because the lead singer was going to study. Uh, he was studying, I think it was something like Icelandic studies in Iceland. Oh, <laughs> he's getting his PhD and something crazy. Okay. Like <laughs> I guess <laughs> Might, nothing well, more rock star than that. I guess. Yeah. Well, know? I so mean, I don't know. They, it was a great show. They're so good. That's awesome. It doesn't, I don't understand. Well, now, I I do understand from the standpoint of I'm not trying to be a rock star and traveling around the country and either leaving my family and or not having a family because I'm choosing that lifestyle. So like, I, so from that perspective, I understand why they might be like, all right, we're ready to kind of move on to the next thing in life, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is my guess is probably what, you know, what it was. From my side of it, was purely just a fan. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You're yeah. amazing. Like, you sound amazing. I got and, off. Yeah. But anyways. Moving on. Happening now. So, so there we go. I know. Good happening now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now we're to the part where we're going to talk about some something that I think is affecting our society. And it's also affecting those of us in the church, around the church how the communication yeah. of the church and it's this thing i'm going to just say that matt coined this phrase i doubt it i'm going to give matt and we're going to play uh, plagiarize i don't, I don't oh, know if that's true podcast. but i'll take it but i'll yeah. take it if it's if no one has coined this yet I'm then sure. yes. i i absolutely <clears throat> want it yeah but it is what, are, rage, what rage culture rage culture not it's to also, be confused with rage against the machine I like Rage. That's actually Matt and I's band. It's called the Rage Culture. Rage Culture is our band. Do you know, <laughs> side note, do you know that I have had a a grown appreciation of Rage Against the Machine as I've Definitely. gotten older? Yeah. I didn't really listen to them or like them that much back in the day. And now I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm with you, man. These guys are good. good. And they're they're like telling it like it is. Yeah, they are. I mean, profits, really. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they knew the machine was coming and that we needed to have rage against it. So rage culture, there's, it just seems like we are all running around looking for the next thing that we can be super pissed at. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like we, we are no, we are, we are no longer capable it seems like this is my opinion. We we are no longer capable of ex- extending any grace. This I'm going to use some churchy words here. Extending any grace to anyone 
who has a differing perspective than we do. And it's, I don't know. I don't know if this is a, a, if this is a result of the pandemic somewhat, or if it was kind of always sort of these undertones that were kind of just sort of right underneath the surface. And then the pandemic just sort of pushed it out in a way that's now it's like, we, we're just looking yeah. for the next thing to just go off about. It's one of those things too, like, we're not sure if we're just more aware of it or, or whatnot, but it seems like, you know, I mean, like road rage, we we're, that's been around forever, you sure, know, right, right. and like, and things that get people upset, but now it's seeming that it's bleeding into like the common things, you know, of life, you know, where, where there used to be a lot of gray area, but now like, it's just a reason to get upset. And we're seeing this, I think, I mean, and living proof of this is that we're seeing a lot of the health professions, uh, people, so people who deal with people, right? right? And in a way to, to be helping them, like in right. our profession right now, in the pastor profession, it's uh, it, trying to, right? There's, there's pastors are just leaving. Yep. Uh, we're seeing this in the teaching profession. I just last week in my community, the superintendent stood up in front of people and said, we used to never have issues of filling our positions we can't find people uh and uh so teaching to healthcare, and so in essence what then happens is that people were tired of getting raged at now they're leaving it yeah but then it causes a rage cycle because the service isn't there you know so yeah. so it seems like what is happening is that now what we've seen is something that has maybe brought on uh in the last few years but it's now a cycle of it's just a continuation because what used to be is no longer. So I'll just get mad about that a little bit more. And it just, yeah. Goes. And then of What's, course, what a bitter seed produces a bitter weed. Right. right? So like if, if, if pops is doing it, then the sun's doing it. Yeah. Well. What's the next so, thing I can be super mad about. And I think why we bring this up is because the contrast is in like looking at uh, always looking at the character of Christ, right. Like in our lives. And so like, what does the character Christ, character of Christ say how you should deal with someone who cuts in front of you or has a difference of opinion of you? Right. I mean, and that's right. You just rage on them. <laughs> that's, yes. For, forget the, forget the, like turn the other cheek or, or, yeah. or give your cloak. Right. It's like, yeah. no, just rage, just rage. And so, and so what we see then as we compare it to the character of Christ is that this is, this is showing that people are not acting in the way that, in the churchy language of the kingdom of God, you know, and, and kingdom here on heaven on earth as it is in heaven. I feel like we and have so, all, I feel like we have all lost our chill. We just, we got no chill anymore. Nobody has no any chill. chill anymore. Like we're like the, the smallest things now trigger us. You get my ridiculous Starbucks order wrong and I am going to rage on you. Now, I will admit, I can't tell you the last time that I went to Starbucks, but I've heard people still go. And so it's like the most ridiculous things. We, we just, we've lost our chill. I mean, I'm confessing yeah. that. I will confess that to you, Alex. To, to <clears throat> listeners, if you're listening, like, I'll, I'll confess that to you. I have my entire life. I would say my personality kind of 
lends itself to be pretty laid back, pretty like pretty chill, pretty like, oh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Like, and I will 100% admit or confess if you want me to, if that's because we like those churchy words. Like I, I will, I will say that I have lost some of that without question. I have seen Plastic it. Chill. I have felt it. I, I, I acknowledge it in myself that I have lost some of my chill. Do you know, I mean, I think of some of that too, like, right. We're, when are we really ever away from people? Like, right. You had like, uh, um, even in the pandemic, we said we were isolated. We, there were, we were looking at Facebook. We were seeing people's opinions being put down, which then gets our opinions going, which then we see maybe we don't agree with someone that we thought we should agree with. And so you're seeing all of these different things. And I think like in those moments, right. Like, I mean, Jesus was still fully human. And what did he do after he spent a day with people? He went away. He went fishing. He went fishing. Well, yeah, he did. He did. He took a nap. All right. I mean, he yeah, like went I mean, away. And I no, think you're that's right. Because like, the, like, what do we do? Like, how do we cease this rage inside of us? Well, you need to step away from it. You need to put your phone down. You put your, take your headphones out. Yeah. You need to just be, be with God or be and be in that, that place where you can hear from God, you know, and the distractions I think are, are feeding, feeding our rage because it's not, I, I can't, I'm not just going to blame social media. I'm not just going to blame no, no, for sure. a, a, no. a bad barista, you know, like, I mean, right. like, uh, but like there, there are those pieces where, um, uh, where we're seeing that man rage, rage is, people are getting sparked on it. And I think there's this, I mean, we can dip into the mental health world too right now. And, and, wow, this as for well. sure. and uh, but what we do see, I think is this, this in looking at that character of Christ is right. As we look at the Christmas story, he's the Prince of peace. Uh, you already brought it up. Turn the other cheek. Um, right. He blessed are the peacemakers. It, it, and so we, 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 this isn't an argument. This isn't a conversation about like, just war theory this is a conversation about daily life uh and and yeah allowing, I mean, and and that's the thing when we allow for rage to uh, begin right. to consume us or when we are like distrust and, and anger and all those things begin to fill our hearts it doesn't leave room for the love of christ right because i think when we 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 do a disservice oh. right where we so you know you and i on the matt and alex show we talk about what's happening now we talk about theology we talk about culture and we talk about rock and roll and in the theology aspect of it, I, we do a disservice to ourselves and to theology in general, when we don't make it practical, like there's, there's a praxis side of it that that's honestly, I, I think that's where Jesus is like, no, don't, I don't, this isn't just an intellectual game. This is, this is changing the way you encounter every day everything you do every stinking day should be theological really i mean i would yes. i would argue in some yes. regard so like yes and and i and so we allow this rage culture that's just rampant right now i mean mm -hmm. it is so divisive and it's so toxic and it's frankly kind of scary 
because then you find things like a Buffalo shooting. Mm-hmm. You find, I mean, and, and you can go through this unfortunate, endless list of examples of people who are. I think you're, you're on to the, you know, I don't know. I think you're into that, like where we've gotten to a point where it's, it's not one thing just to have rage in your heart or rage on your mind. It's that we also begin to see when we've also been seeing more is the, the rage becomes active. Mm -hmm. It's acted on, it's acted out. And that, and that isn't just violence, physical violence. We're seeing it, uh, emotional violence. We're seeing um, social media bullying is, is increasing. We're seeing all of these things. And so the, the question that we, we just have to come towards is yours is you're exactly right, is how do we in our daily lives play out the theology of who God is and I mean that's I mean I mean first John I mean God is love (laughs) and so when we begin to op if you begin to take actions that allow for yourselves to dehumanize someone yeah that are counter to to love yeah you begin to uh, fall into that unfortunate trap and i think it's just and 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 right we are all sinful matt i clearly never have rage i am which always, is one of the things i really appreciate about you always on um, oh well, yeah and so uh but we have to then what is that what was i think someone it's the reminder of we need to re-up our faith consistently and we need to repent like yeah. right i mean like we are all in a place where people will get under our skin and we need to repent of that i mean that's not you know turn turn away from it i mean that's that's not a i hope if you're listening and you're not familiar like repent is not a terrible word it's just terrible if oh, someone a, with a if with a blow to, blow horn on a college campus they're fools yeah. they don't know what the term of repent is but it's this beautiful gift of being to change the pattern yeah and to become more like christ I'm yeah, you're right. Which I like the way that more... you said that. That's a really, it is a beautiful thing, right? It's a beautiful gift. Mm-hmm. Repentance is. So uh, anyway, but uh, I think it's a good thing to just address right now and, and to talk about because uh, even though as we're products of the 90s and like that grunge rage music, you know, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's a get the angst out, you know, but, but the, the, the changes it, it always comes back to the matter of the heart, right? And I think that's what's disturbing for for me to see. I think is because you're seeing just there's there's something off in hearts today that allow for someone who they may see a stranger and speak unkindly to them. And if they're doing that to a stranger, who are, what are they doing to those who they would say they love? You know. And so that's where we we want to see uh, we 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 can become those uh disciples of jesus that can step into places and and calm our hearts and help others to see yeah i mean because if if it's not on us right if it's not Mm -hmm. us that are going to do it who will yeah i mean yep and and we 
we have to be able to repent of that rage that we feel for whatever reason in whatever comes a lot. Yeah. Comes of what? Oh, I was sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think rage comes a lot of times from, from fear. Oh, sure. Our personal yeah. fears. Yeah. And it comes from even some of our cynicism. And so, well, and, and I think when we find ourselves in these echo chambers, it feeds, it feeds it. Like there, there's this narrative. If we just stay within that, it feeds the rage. And then we just get even more and more fired up. Yeah. And, and then you have some people who are not capable of distinguishing between realities and they act out and there is great harm done. And, and, and if we can't as followers of Jesus, we have to be the, we've got to be first in line to repent. And we've got to be also the, the front line of, of how can we counter this, this rage culture that's happening around us. We need to not do no harm. Yeah. Do good and stay in love with God. And, and, you know, and I think be willing, maybe even go out of our way to find individuals who have a differing perspective and to, to be willing to just engage and listen and, yep. and love. And, and it doesn't so. mean we have to, right. It doesn't mean we have to agree. It doesn't mean we have to condone. It doesn't mean any of those things. So we have this fear, I think to your point now, Oh, I'm getting ready to go right now. So we've oh got boy. this fear of like, well, if I, if I befriend someone who, who thinks this or makes this choice or lives this lifestyle or fill in the stupid blank of whatever you want, that then I'm somehow like condoning. Well, shut up. Like, no, no, that's look at Jesus, go and read about Jesus because this guy hung out with, had dinner with, had uh, went into their homes of people who lived a lifestyle that he did not agree with. But dang it, he still loved them. And he still treated them like humans. And he, so we, we have got to be willing. And, and I don't know, I just, I don't, to me, I, I don't know what's gonna break this rage culture other than a willingness to just, listen and and to be engaged in different perspectives again that doesn't mean that that that's what you believe it doesn't mean that's what that's that you agree it doesn't mean you condone and and stop falling into that fear of that because it that's not true and and also it's not jesus so we, we miss out on the beauty of god Let's just say it. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna just allow for your rage to to back yourself into a corner or to back someone else into a corner, that's not the beauty of God. Yep. That's not how that's nope. not how that's not the character of Christ. That's not the picture of the kingdom. Yep. If you want to live in a silo by yourself, you're not living the way Jesus taught you to live. And if the only voices that you hear are the 
are the same voices that just echo what you've already predetermined to be the case. That's it's not. You're Jesus. not a disciple maker. You're not a disciple maker. No. And you're not a disciple. I would be hard. Anyway. All right, Matt. Woo! Before before we before fall we get into in trouble. Rage, before yeah. Before right. we get into rage. Before I Move yeah on. yeah before I rage. Well, let us know what you think about this. Uh, and yeah, also, love to hear your thoughts, uh, guys. If you want to correct us and say that Matt is not the founder yeah. of Rage Culture, please send us articles. Yeah, yeah, let us from know. NPR from like twenty years ago. Yeah, Right, So, anyways. oh, you mean someone talked about this like thirty oh, years ago? Interesting. Oh, how about that? Hmm. They're yeah, they're probably hmm. wrong. That's probably me. Well, hey, man, uh, anything yeah. new going on in your life as we end this? Our well, the one, <laughs> the, the one big, big thing, it's not true. It's not big at all. But the one, the one, what's new for me right now, literally like right now, actually. Yes. Is this, is this Camp Shandy Shore Lemon, Lemon Shandy from Toppling Goliath Brewery. Where's that located um, at? Uh, that is, uh, that's in um, Iowa. Iowa? Decora, yeah, Decorah, Iowa. Said they, they, in the central yep. Indiana, they're present. I'm but excited. yes, you I'm can gonna, find, you can find Toppling Goliath stuff uh, in the greater Indianapolis area. It is very good. Anything that you get from Toppling Goliath is going to be very good. Guarantee it. So uh, they got this lemon shandy that I was just experiencing because I was mulching and that's what I grabbed out of my beer fridge and it's delish. That's what's mm, that's, I'm sharing that. What's new with you, with you guys. What do you, what about you, Alex? What's new? What's new? Well, today is the official release date of the Taco Bell Mexican pizza. They have brought it back. Okay. But yesterday I went and I got uh, a Mexican pizza using the mobile app because it was a special exclusive offer. Oh, and I will tell you, my favorite, you. I was lost, but now I am found again. <laughs> I love the Mexican pizza. Was it everything it is, that you were hoping? Dude, it's always been everything I've ever hoped. Like, I remember my first one, and that's the only thing I ever wow. ordered from Taco Bell. And wow. so, like, when they took it off of the menu, it was a sad day, but they brought it back. And it was awesome because like yesterday when I went to Taco Bell, like I had to get the app and everything. I didn't know because right. I heard people were getting them and I wanted to know how. And right. then other people were coming in. So it was like all of us were like, okay, I was like, all right, man, you got to get the app and you got to look for it here. You know, so we were, right. we were, you were like, band- like, you knew you were, we were like band. Yeah, we were you band were like thing together. We were on the inside together for yeah. our amazing taco pizza. Yeah. Mexican wow. pizza. I'm sorry. So. But yeah, wow. that's you know that's 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 what's I will new say, with me. I will say that is uh, that is my wife's favorite thing from talking. Yeah, because your wife is awesome. I she is, and I honestly, when I go to talk about, I I don't think I don't know if they have them anymore. The double decker taco that was my go to. That's well, everybody was talking about like, hey, we need to bring the double decker back and the yeah. something. Uh, that's Katie all Swisher, I know. If Katie Swisher is listening, she will tell us. Well, I forget the beef the gordita. No, no, they no. saw that. It was oh, something like a, the burrito. I forget what it is. I always cheesy burrito crunch. I don't know. Oh, not okay. that. Okay. No, no, something fun. But anyway, but uh, it's just, always good. It's my go-to, yeah, my go-to was the uh, double decker. But I'm excited so for everyone who was do you a remember, big Mexican do, pizza fan. Do you remember the Shaquille O'Neal commercials for the? Du- I think it was Shaquille O'Neal double decker no, taco. Uh, maybe not. Making that up, a dream. No, it probably was. It probably was. Awesome. Well, hey. To, 
this is the time where episode 12 comes to an end. I think so. It was good, yeah. I feel like. I mean, well, good, I don't, was it? I mean, I guess they'll tell us, right? They'll know. let us know. I felt no, like it was please, good. Please don't fun. use your rage to come on angry at us if you're like mad against the Mexican pizza. I feel I like I, I feel like we should close out the episode with like a Rage Against the Machine song. Oh, but I'm man. not sure any of them are appropriate. I play. don't think you can. We'll get, <laughs> we're going to have an E next to our episode. Yeah, right. It'll um, be like explicit. Uh, uh, explicit. You know, I mean. Uh, we'll just try Ooh, it for I like could, a second. We're going to try it for a second. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try it for a second. It's, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, you know. I don't know. I mean. Just kind of. Yeah, you all right, guys. Really. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Thanks for listening. And we'll we'll see you. That we'll hit. We can't wait to talk to you. Send us some messages about us, what you think about rage. Let us know. Uh, yeah, let us know your guys' thoughts. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll uh, oh, we'll oh talk to you soon. Gosh. All right. All right. Peace ah. out. <laughs> all right. Until then. Uh,